The following podcast deals with controversial subject matter. The theories and opinions we express are not the only possible interpretations, and we invite listeners to make their own judgments based on all of the available information. Please be advised that this podcast also handles mature content and language. We say fuck a lot. Welcome to the We Have a Theory podcast, a show about cryptids, conspiracies, critters, curiosities, creatures, and folklore. I'm Allie. And I'm Kristen. And that was probably the very first time we have ever started this show with the actual <laughs> intro. I uh, know. So uh, this episode is part two of our, this little little mini-series we did, so if you want to, you know, have some context and stuff like that, listen to last week's episode. Yeah. Because uh, it's a two-parter, so like... Having part two without part one is kind of dumb. Yeah, it is kind of weird, especially because if you don't listen to part one, you, you don't, don't even get know, to what, know we're what the Wapalusi is. Also, you just don't know what we're even talking about. You don't know what the theme is. No, no, I guess you don't. No, but I'm still gonna tell you to go listen to the album Fearsome Critters. Oh, absolutely. By and the slight exaggerations. Absolutely. You just don't know why I've told you to go mm-hmm. do that. So, But now that you've uh, heard that, and yeah. now that you've gone back and listened, because I'm assuming you paused this and immediately went back and downloaded that episode. If not, you can do so here. Okay. Now on to part two. <laughs> part two. Climbing up a tall spruce tree, 150 feet in the air. Eagle flying by says, Mercy me, how'd you get up there? Right, moving on. Moving on. To the side hill gougers. Yeah. So basically, it's like a wolf cougar hybrid oh, thing, is, what, is how I heard it, yeah. uh, with legs. On one side of its body, shorter than the other, so it can live on hills better. So, like, say you have one that has, like, long left legs, front and back, and then short right legs. Yes. So, it's meant for living on mountains. I've also seen it, a lot of pictures of it, where it looks vaguely kangaroo-ish. What? How did I not see any of these? Oh, Jesus Christ, Kristen. (gasps) Hold on, let me find this. It's just a kangaroo. I mean, it's not, but... (laughs) It's really not. I can't fucking type. Everything is kangaroos. Uh, <laughs> we are a fucking kangaroo, kangaroo podcast. podcast. <laughs> fucking sure. But no, it's, look at this picture. Hold on. Yep. Our internet is very bad. Our internet is fucking terrible. Look at this picture and tell me that's not a fucking kangaroo. That is also the saddest picture because I know it's looking at a baby baby that has legs a different. Oh, that's so sad. I know. Look like a kangaroo. So this picture, this the gouger has long left legs and short right legs, but its baby has long right legs and short left legs, and it's sad. They have to travel in different directions. Yeah, and it's so sad. It's terrible. I just, but yeah. So. because they can only go in one direction because of their legs. Um, they also have uh, a bunch of different names, like so many fucking names. I picked a few of my favorites. The Wampus. Mm-hmm. Wampahoofus. Yeah. The Sidewinder. I love Wampahoofus. The Hunkus. <laughs> the Hunkus. The Rickaboo Racker. <laughs> and the Cuttercus. 
face. So from what I've seen also, uh, the side hill gougers are mammalian, but are sometimes said to lay eggs. Yes. Ma no dream. Ma no dreams. Yes. Tell me about Wampus Cloakes. <laughs> I apparently live to make Allie gag on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, that seems to be your real purpose in life. I'm sorry. But yeah, also if a clockwise gouger and a counterclockwise gouger meet, they have to fight to the death. Mm. Because they can't go around each other, apparently. They, they don't the legs, yeah. step to the side. They're not that smart. Where, like, one goes uphill and one goes downhill. Yeah. Yeah. It's very sad. But, yeah, so that's what I have on the Wampus, Wampa Hoofus, Sidewinder, Hunkus, Rickaboo Racker, Cutter Cuss, Sidehill Gadger. Oh, also, yeah, the, um, the, the scientific name. Oh, yes. Oh, fuck. I... Would you like me to say it? Yes. Membra inequalis declivitus, which means leg in equal downhill slope. Okay. So it's unequal legs. Yeah. And the slope deal. Yeah. Declivitus. It means that the the unequal legs are on the downhill side, mm-hmm. which is, you know, they're they're unequal to the ones on the uphill side. So you can't really say which one is unequal, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. It works. Um, I saw them actually depicted often as goat or cow-like. I s- yeah. Um, which is interesting. Uh, and it's said that they did actually migrate from New England and Vermont specifically and west into the Midwest uh, when a pair with opposing sides leaned against each other and walked, I believe the phrase was, like drunkards from the bar. (laughs) I'm just picturing the scene in Emperor's New Groove where Kronk and Pacha, like... Trying to climb up the the, the canning cliff. Yes. That is exactly what I saw. Oh, that's amazing. Um, yeah. But apparently farmers bred their cows to gougers in order to keep them on steeper pastures. Okay. Um, I don't really, I don't understand why a lot of people seem to think that they're specifically a, like, Wisconsin-y thing, because Wisconsin is flat. I don't know. But whatever. Um, I, I gave them a three out of five. They're, I also gave them a three out of five. Yeah, they're easy to keep, but they need very specific terrain. Yeah. They do not seem very smart. We could have side hill gougers. We they couldn't. They could. wouldn't be able to live at the house. No. But, like, hey, sup, we live in Boulder. Flat irons. There are mountains yeah, literally, I'm- like... Like twenty minutes that way, walking twenty minutes. Yes, walking. So that's yeah, that's the uh, that's the side hill gouger, the rickaboo racker, <laughs> the office. The uh, so many names. Wampa so many. Oh, that's fun to say. Wampa I know. Anyways, right. Anyway. Next up, we have the Hoop Snake. Hoop Snake. Which is basically like a mobile Ouroboros. So like the snake will stick its tail in its mouth and roll after you like a wheel and then sting you with its tail, which is very venomous, and you will die. 
And the only escape is to hide behind a tree. And then it will sting the tree and the tree will die. Oh, I heard that you hide behind the tree and it's, if it doesn't stop itself in time, it hits and then it makes the stinger go into its own mouth. Oh. It stings itself and dies. Okay, there we go. Yeah. So there's a couple different options. Yeah. But uh, apparently the top speed a hoop snake can reach is 60 miles an hour. 60? Yeah. What? So, uh, good fucking luck if you're being chased by a hoop snake. 60. Jesus. I hate There better be a tree right fucking there. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, all right then. Do you have anything else on it? Um, I, I, so there are some snakes that have been known to, like, lie in circles with itself. Yeah. But, um, there are also many snakes in the wild that have been spotted chowing down on their own tails. Um, but generally speaking, the big deal there is, like, the visual of a snake going 60 miles a fucking hour and then suddenly going arrow straight so it can stab you with its tail. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a strong one out of five on that. I gave it a two out of five because it seems like it would be really tough to exercise it properly. One out of five because just don't keep venomous snakes as pets. I mean, yes, that's also a very good rule. <laughs> To keep in mind. If it if it can poison you, maybe don't keep it as a pet. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty Yeah. That's pretty good advice. I think so. Yeah. We ready for the next type of snake? Snake. 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 Yes, it's a snow snake. A stetosomus yes. Um, Do you want to say it? I don't have it written oh, down. Oh, shit. Okay. Estatosomus hemipericulosis. Here. May I? Yeah. 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 Take, it. Take a gander. Estatosomus hemipericulosis. Pericolosis. Yeah. Pericolosis. I don't. Periculosis. Periculosis? Yeah. I don't, I don't know what any of it means. Actually, you know what? I'm not sure I do either. How interesting. You'd think I would. These are all biological. I don't know, man. Eh, maybe it's because I only took mammalogy and this is a snake. This is what we're going to say. This is a snake. But yeah, so it's a pure white snake with pink eyes. It's albino. Yeah. Except beyond albino, because albino snakes are usually yellow. Yes. But uh, it lives in the snow and it hibernates in the summer, which is fucking weird. Because it's a snake. Yep. It's cold-blooded, presumably. It might not be. But yeah, so it hides on top of snowdrifts and bites prey when it's in range. Uh, Highly venomous. The only antidote is tanglefoot oil. Oh, I heard that it has no antidote whatsoever. I heard it was the only thing is tanglefoot oil, but they rarely attack humans. Yes. Dogs. 
but rarely attack humans as they are too big. Cannot eat. Yes. They cannot eat humans because humans are large. Yes. Um, do you have anything else? Just my pet rating. Okay. So, um, this is actually something that I was told about as a child. Fun fact. My dad told me about snow snakes, but, uh, mostly I think that he really wanted me to, like, actually wear my jacket and stop losing my damn gloves. Fair. (laughs) Because I was that little asshole yeti child who was Mm -hmm. like, I don't need gloves, I don't need a jacket, it's not that cold. And he was like, you're going to get hypothermia and I don't want to deal with this. I don't need child protective services called on me. Thank you. Thank you. Um, It's uh, the name of, it's also the name of a game that's played by a lot of uh, Native American tribes around the Great Lakes. Cool. Yeah, where they, like, literally in the snow throw... I don't really understand the rules, so I'm really sorry if I get this wrong. And feel free to email and lambast me, and I'll make a formal apology. Please direct it at Kristen and not me. Yes, please do direct it at me, Kristen. <laughs> not I'm, her, Allie, because I'm the one saying I'm that is wrong shit. is wrong. I'm perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm trying to be super vague. So that I don't get it wrong, but if I'm still bad, please tell me. Um, But basically they have different length uh, sticks, Mm -hmm. which are called snakes, Mm -hmm. and they throw them. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like javelin toss after that, except that there's a like point system that I don't really understand. Okay. And I didn't try that hard because I didn't want to get it wrong, which sounds really bad when I say it. Yeah, it really does. What I mean is I'm going to keep it vague and we're going to end that part, that part right there. But anyways, okay. I heard that their bite has no cure and it actually freezes your blood in your body. Ooh. Yeah. Neat. So you just within like 10 seconds are basically frozen and can't move. Ooh. And then they eat you, I guess. I don't know. I don't think that they do eat you. Uh, Again, humans are too large. Yeah. I've also heard that they burrow in snowbanks often. Yes. Um, so I gave it a two out of five because it's tough to see and I, it probably will kill you. I gave it a one out of five for the same principle of the hoop snake. Don't keep something venomous as a pet. Yeah, I gave them both a two out of five. I think I just like snakes. I like snakes too, but I'm not fucking with these. I like snakes and I'm unrealistic. Mm, true. <laughs> true. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, next is the Taily Poe. Oh, next is the Gobbledygook. I oh I didn't find much on the Gobbledygook because I didn't it's either. not actually like. No, do you want to th- know what I have written for Gobbledygook? <laughs> hmm? I have three question marks, the word bird, and three more question marks. Yeah. Well, it's the thing is like it's a song. That was written by the same person who wrote Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yes, Hecky just now. Yeah, just Which is such a good name. I know, right? Hecky. <laughs> Hecky. But, um, yeah. So, that's why there's really not much to go on it, because it's... Yeah. It's like, um... The, 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 um... Oh, yes! With the Vorpal Blade. And, and the, the Bandersnatch and the, yeah. Yeah! Fuck. Fuck. What is that? 
Good. And seeing the bar goes on, my ass out grab. So you say the song. Yeah, Jabberwocky. Jabberwocky. There we go. I can remember a fuck ton of the beginning of it. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I, I got it. I got it, but not the actual thing. Name. Actually, the song is also rather similar to the Jabberwocky song in some ways. Yeah. But, so, there we go. Yeah, so... Gobbledygook. Gobbledygook. Now, for the Taylor Poe. Taylor Poe. Taylor Poe. So, this shit scarred me as a child. Oh, I didn't this hear this scared as a child. I'm the so sorry. shit out of me. Um, so, it's supposedly a dog-sized creature with brown or black fur and red or yellow glowing eyes with sharp teeth and a long tail and it fucking talks and I hate it. Yes. Um, I initially heard a different version of this story. It wasn't the Taylor Poe. It was the Big Toe from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Oh. I slept on my parents' floor after I read that in like fourth grade for like a week. That sounds right. I was freaked. I did the not read those out. as a child, which was probably good. I shouldn't have read them as a child, but I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was a chicken shit child. It was a bad choice, but I did it anyway. Um, but yeah, so basically the way this story goes is that there was an old hermit who shot the tail off of a tailor po mm-hmm. and took it home and ate it. The old man lived with his three dogs, who stayed with him. As it grew dark, the man heard a raspy voice whispering from the foot of his bed, Daily Poe, Daily Poe, who has my Daily (laughs) Poe? And his dogs chased it away, but only two of them come back. Mm -hmm. Again, later that night, the Daily Poe returns, demanding its tail. Once again, the dogs chase it off. Come back one fewer in number. Third time. Taily Poe, Taily Poe, give me back my Taily Poe. Third time. The last dog chases it off, but this time no dogs come back. All alone, the man cowers in his home, waiting for morning. He's hiding under his sheets, and then he hears a rustling, and hoping it's one of his dogs, he peeks out. Instead, he comes eye to eye with the angry, ravenous Taylor Poe. He, he screams he doesn't have the Taylor Poe. And the Taylor Poe smiles and says, yes, you do. And it leaps onto the bed and it gets its Taylor Poe back from the old man. Yep. And that's uh, the story I heard as a child. That's a much scarier version, actually. It's horrible. But yeah, it became the big toe in one of the scary stories to tell in the dark books. Yeah. And I swore, because I was a, I had a very, very active imagination as a child, I heard, I could, I swore I could hear somebody whispering, who has my toe? <laughs> and I was just like, I'm going to go sleep next to my parents on the floor. Okay, bye. Dude, I might sleep on your floor tonight. This is scary. Yeah. Yeah. And I also, if you guys didn't know, I'm actually like the biggest baby about horror stories. It's fine. <laughs> It, yeah. Can't do it. Um, it's, yeah. So, uh, a lot of 
a lot of what I heard um, actually goes along really well with myths of coyote in southwestern mythology. Oh. Except for the fact that it's like straight out malicious. Usually mm-hmm. coyote's just a little bit of a jackass. trickster. Yeah, trickster. Um, but like the concept of this creature with a long tail and um, very dog-like in a lot of physical features, but with an extremely human voice yeah. and intelligence. Coyote aligned. But this is much, much scarier and worse. Yeah. And, um, listen to the Sean McBurney song as an introduction because it's pretty creepy, but it's also kind of fun and you want to like scream sing along to it in some ways so it'll keep you from getting like Too freaked scared. out. Um, if you were made of tougher stuff than us, which <laughs> might not be that hard, then uh, go ahead and start reading away. Maybe not in the middle of the night, but that's okay because this show comes out usually in the morning. Well, I, us- I usually schedule it to post at three in the morning. So, uh... Oh, well, maybe don't listen to it then, but... <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. As for pet rating, negative 10 out of 5. Do not fucking recommend. <laughs> I, I gave it a 1 out of 5. How did that score higher than the hide behind? <laughs> because it's, um, you can pet it technically once. <laughs> You can pet it once. No. <laughs> no. That's the only reason that it's higher than the high behind. No, no. Negative 10 out of 5. No. I think you're no. worse god no. than I am. Fair, but also no. Um, Put it away. There, yeah. Do you have any other uh, logging camp critters? Uh, yes, I have one honorable mention. Please. Which is the tea. I think, yeah. It's the tea kettler. Yes. So the tea kettler is basically a corgi with cat ears. It's a little dog with stumpy legs mm-hmm. and cat ears that only moves backwards and whistles like a tea kettle as it does so and blows steam out of its mouth. Yes. And my pet rating for that was 1,000 out of 5. I will give it a solid 5 out of 5 because it's cute as shit. It's and harmless. Adorable. Um, but I feel like it would eventually get mildly annoying if it had to like truck around the house during the night. <laughs> okay, fine, probably. <laughs> but that's okay. It's so cute though. Um, I do want to talk about the other three songs on yes. the album just because like this really is our big thank you to Sean McBurney and the Slight Exaggerations. And uh, there is Peep Squirrel, which is actually kind of a fun it's like song. A, it's like a tag game. It started out as a game. Yeah. yeah. And, and they made a really lovely song to go along with it. And mm-hmm. you can look up the rules on their website, seanmcburney.com. Yeah, it's kind, um, of, it's kind of like Cops and Robbers tag. Yeah, kinda. those kinds of games. Yeah it's, yeah, it's a classic childhood game. Like, you've played something similar to it, but this one has a really fun song to go with it. Yep. So, there's that. Um, there's Possum, which also, <laughs> if I remember correctly, has, like, the cutest flippin' story on the website. Yes, it's adorable. And you know what? I think I have it here. I do! Yeah! Um, so, the song Possum is very cute, and it was written in collaboration with Sean's daughter. Yeah. And, uh, it's, 
it's it's precious. Just go listen to mm-hmm. it. You'll love it. Um, also, do yourself a favor and look up the Possum Lady. Oh yeah. Um, I also gave the Possum a, a three out of five pet rating because it's cute. It won't kill you, but it can get typhus. Yeah. I would give it a four out yeah. of five. The Possum Lady makes a very compelling case for pet possums. She does. She does. Um, yeah. So there's. Um, and then the the last of those songs is, I believe they're called Further Fearsomes. Uh, or Further Critter? No. No, it's Further Fearsome. Yeah. 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 Um, and so they have stuff like the Hoogag, which is the Needless Wonder. Mm-hmm. Do look that up. They're kind of funny. Um, Snow Lasset, which is weaselish, but like really, 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 really huge and definitely will eat you. Um, the Gilly Galoo, which is a hilltop nesting bird, and um, their eggs, because they're on hills, are not um, are not round. They're squared off. They're cubes. They're cubey. So um, sometimes loggers will hard boil their eggs and use them as dice, <laughs> which is weird, but here we are. Um, cactus cat. Just go to your friendly local game store. They have lots of pretty dice. Yes, they do. And then you're not taking any birds' eggs. The, the cactus cat, which yes. is one of my favorites and may or may not have invented tequila. So, like, yeah. we're all in for the cactus cat. Um, the wind tosser. Cactus cat supporter. Yes, me too. Also, there is a plush cactus cat. It's adorable. Amazing. Um, the, the wind tosser, or, yeah, wind tosser, which is a triple wolverine. That is precious. A triple wolverine? Yeah. It's very dangerous. Okay. Um, the roperite, which has a lasso-like beak, like it literally can... Mm-hmm. Like throw its floppy beak and catch things in it. It's weird. Um, the tripadero, which has, um, I don't really know how to explain it. Just look it up. Oh, okay. Tripadero. It's like torpedo, but with trip at the beginning. No, it's not. I can't spell. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna give okay, up. Okay, Kristen. And the gumbaroo, which is a really round black bear, basically, and it's very <laughs> elastic and bouncy, so apparently I when they fall out of trees, it. they bounce. Oh my goodness. Also, gumbaroo is fun to say. Yes, hold on. I'm looking up a gumbaroo right now because um, I need it. And a whirling wimpus, which is basically Taz from uh, Looney Tunes. It spins at tornado-like speeds. All right. So there you go. Nice. Those are the songs. Nice. So, uh, we did of course, it. We did do it, and we're only over an hour in, so <laughs> I think we can do two medium length episodes. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, as always, and especially this week, thank you to Sean McBurney and the slight exaggeration. Thank you. 
Thank you so much. Wapalusi off of the album Fearsome Critters, which we highly recommend going and listening to. I'm sure that we'll get a link up to it in our social media. So check it out. Thank you to Dane for letting us use his equipment in this awesome studio. Yeah! uh, Also... Thank you to you guys for listening. Yeah, thank you. This was this was a fun one. And if you're back this week, thanks. Yes, thank you for, for not back. giving I'm up on sorry. us. I'm so sorry. Yeah. So uh, you can also find us on social media. Uh, at, on Twitter at we underscore theory underscore pod and on Instagram at we have a theory podcast. Uh, if you have an idea or request for an episode topic, you can email it to us at we have a theory podcast at gmail.com. No one has emailed us. I want an email. God damn it. Somebody send us something. Even if it's just an angry thing about how I got snow snakes wrong. Yeah. And I'll forward it to Kristen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Lastly, please, 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 please leave us a rating interview on Apple Podcasts. It helps people find the show. It's just, yeah, really, that's the big thing is it helps people find the show. Uh, If you want to recommend us to a friend, too, that's the biggest way that people that I know of find podcasts is word of mouth. So, thanks, y'all. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye.